You're listening to a local church podcast hosted by my dad, Pastor Ryan Markham. Be sure to leave a review and share this resource. Love God, love people, make disciples. The day after Reformation Day. It is the day after Reformation Day. Yeah, we've been uh, a little bit late. We're a few days late we are. on the podcast. We normally typically do it on Sunday. Those of you who have been just watching. Waiting. Yeah, waiting for the next uh, for that little red number one to come up on your podcasts. What's that song? Here Hoping it is. and wishing and yeah. praying, whatever that song is that's, back in the day. That's, yeah, that's back in song. the day song. Uh, it's, it's the day after Reformation Day. If you don't know about Reformation, go Google or YouTube Martin Luther. And his ninety-five theses that he nailed to the door of the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, bro, what you doing? Our door's okay." He's like, "I'm not fixing your door. I'm fixing your theology." Nice. Uh, and so Reformation Day, but we did do. I'm really loud. I, we really did a fall festival yesterday. I, <laughs> yes, we we called it Trunk or Treat when we like advertised for it. Yeah, um, but it was very fall festival because there was more than just the trunk or treating. Nice chili. We had no, it a was chili, chili cook off. It was it was, it was chilly weather wise, <laughs> but there was chili to eat and hot dogs and stuff to do and families to talk to. There was a little hay bale bowling alley. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It was you good. had the drone out. Did a little drone action. Yes. Uh, got a really cool video. You did, which I posted it last night. Probably really probably like ten o'clock, and nobody nobody liked it. I didn't see it until today. Or Nobody so, said anything, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be just done being creative. No, I and, didn't see it uh, until this morning. No, I had, I haven't had the drone out for like a year. I know, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten about it. Yeah. So, but hey, we're back, and there's a there's a it's a it's a tough topic. Uh, one that J.I. Packer says our brains aren't equipped to handle it. Like yeah. we're going to talk about it. And we're not going to solve it. We're not going to okay. give you a nice bow at the end of the day. It is the Trinity. Trinity is the topic. We see the Trinity in Scripture. Uh, J.I. Packer mentions like Old Testament, we see God. There is one God. Worship one God. New Testament, we see God revealing himself in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Ryan dropped his microphone. I did drop the microphone, no. sorry. Um, and so th- it's it's a tough topic, and we're going to talk a little bit about it today. Again, and and sermon review. And sermon review. Because and you did well again. Some, some, some news of well the day. Again. And uh, some sports. Ooh, you got some sports? Well, World Series okay. is happening. Yeah, yeah. Come on. The Yankees aren't in it, so I'm not in it. I know. I, mean, I feel you. I'm the same with uh, the no Reds, but it's major stuff. Yeah. So here's what J.I. Packer says. <laughs> wow. We're just going, baby. We, we got to jump into it. I feel you. We're on a time crunch. We normally do this on Sunday afternoon when there's not anything going on, but today's midweek. And if, Sorry. if, if we sound... <laughs> Can, is, 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 that, is that annoying? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be really tough to edit. If we you sound, don't need to edit it. If we it's sound just, like we're... real men talking Scatterbrained. About local church stuff. It's midweek. It it's is Wednesday. Midweek. We have a meal in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And we're going to try to get through these really tough topics. Uh, and if you're not attending a church anywhere midweek on Wednesday, normally some people just kind of like, I want to stay home. I don't want to do anything. It's I just want to rest, right? Go find you a local church that loves Jesus, that preaches the Bible, that wants you to connect and grow in your faith. Mount Moriah Baptist Church is one of those. 
Check out mmbcky.org. And uh, we'd love to have you. Six o'clock, we have a free meal. Six forty, we have small groups. Yeah. And uh, we talk a lot about what we talk about on the podcast prior to the sermon. It's true. Uh, and so, but yeah, the Trinity. Sorry, go ahead. You got something to add? No, I was just going to say, uh, typically we prelude the sermon on Wednesday nights. Ish. Are you doing that tonight? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cover the book of Daniel. Yeah. We're just gonna read one and two. We're gonna read it. I'm not gonna go into it Dig heavy. Dig it. But you're it's gonna set you up well for yeah for chapter so, three. So sermon review next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm bringing the message. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it is. Hey, all so right. Sorry, here's, Trinity. Here's I'm just gonna give you a little blip, right, and some some passages to go look at. Um, Jai Packer, his concise theology. This is topic number 16, Trinity, and he starts like this. The Old Testament constantly insists that there is only one God, the self-revealed creator, who must be worshipped and loved exclusively. And he says the New Testament agrees but speaks of three personal agents. I don't like the word agents. He used the word agents. Gotcha. I think just uh, three. um, It's, well, we'll get into it. He says Father, Son, and Holy Spirit working together in the manner of a team to bring about salvation. That's it. Working together as a team. Yeah, that's how that's how he starts it. Uh, he says, but he, he also says this. He says, we're not trying to explain it. That is beyond us. <laughs> uh, and so, but he also says again, it's not easy, but it is true. Yes. Uh, the doctrine springs from the facts that the New Testament historians report and from the revelatory teaching that, humanly speaking, Whoa. grew out of these facts. Jesus, who prayed to the Father and taught his disciples to do the same. We also see at Jesus' baptism, Jesus the Son is baptized. The voice of the Father speaks from the clouds, this and then the Holy son. Spirit descends like a dove over Jesus. And you yes. see all three there uh, in at his baptism in the book of Mark. Yes, Go to the beginning. In the beginning was uh, they, uh, we. Uh, God yeah. created, and then in the verse 2, uh, the Spirit of God hovered over the deep, the void. Uh, if you look at John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. He was with God, right? And then verse 14, the Word became flesh, made his dwelling among us. We have God and the flesh, uh, the Son. It, there, there, there's a lot to it, and it is one God, three distinct persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's Co- all I got. Co-equal, he says. Yeah, co-equal, uh, co-existing. Co-eternal. Yeah, co-eternal, co-existing, in harmony, all that good stuff. And the Father is the one who is pushing out the order. The Son is the one who is doing the will. And the Spirit is the one, is like the power behind the will. All God, all doing God's will. Uh, three persons, three distinct persons. And yet the same. Yeah, and we will never totally understand it. Now, some people say, well, think about water and water, ice and yeah. mist. And so it comes I want to just go ahead and do this. Right. Yeah, Don't okay, do any good. of that. Uh, Metaphors. Some, yeah, some people and... use Mountain Dew, the what? Co- Code Red, Mountain Dew, and then like Mountain Dew, whatever, mist, or whatever the <laughs> thing. Don't do that, right? Don't do that at all. Uh, I think, um, who is the the old friar, the old priest? Tuck uh, from, from who, Robin Hood. Who said, oh, who no, used sorry. a clover Okay. Uh, to talk about the Trinity, uh, St. Patrick's Day. That St. Okay. Patrick, uh, he was the one. St. Patrick, uh, if you are a vegetarian guy, um, he uses he used a clover. I think I think in the cartoon. I'm not sure about history if he actually used a clover or not to try to explain it. In the cartoon, he did. 
Yeah, I think I think that was you know a lot of our cartoons, a lot of our myths are from some type of history. Yeah, um, and so there could be some truth to that. I, I, what I, was I, his point with the clover? Uh, he just tried to explain it, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, with a with a clover. Like that, it's it has one three leaves, but it's one, one plant. plant. Yeah, uh, um, okay. I say I would say really stay away from like metaphors and stuff that you try to make up because it will fall drastically short of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I, yeah, it's a great point. I think that the uh, uh, I, I love how you pre- pre- prefaced this by saying we're not going to figure it out. Yeah, there's but, not there's not any going to be clean bow for you. But a takeaway is. God is sovereign. Yeah. God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit are alive and work. Yeah. And are. Uh, yeah, we see their distinct roles. I mean, you see yes. God the Father all throughout the Old Testament saying, hey, I'm it. I'm the guy and I'm going to do it all. Yeah. Uh, but you also have figures of Christ in the Old Testament. Uh, and you also have the Spirit of God descending on people and being removed from people. So you still have that in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, you see all three, or you hear all three. Jesus constantly points back to the Father. Yeah. And then he says, hey, when I'm going away, I'm going to send you somebody. I also love that you warn people against the metaphors because it diminishes. Like, if you... You're not going to do God justice by trying to right, make up a metaphor. If you try to think God... We, we use this language all the time. God yeah. sent his son. Yeah. Yes, he is distinct, but it is God. Yeah, God but, sent Himself. Yeah, kind of vibe, right? Did you pick that up in the sermon Sunday? Like I mentioned, like uh, people say, "Well, that's child abuse." Right? Why would a father send his son to die on a cross? Like even progressive Christians now use that as an argument to say your gospel is bad. Like, right. No father would do that to a son, but you're missing the point that it is God in the flesh. Exactly. Like, God, God the Son, <laughs> is the one coming down off His throne to take our place. Like. So, if, so if, if you think yeah. about the the longitudinal historical Ooh, aspect longitudinal. of this, longitude. So the long view, right, all the way back to the fall, right. Yeah. There was no way through the kings, through all the through the through all the Old Testament that man could reconcile itself to God. Yeah. He had to intervene, and so it's not like he sent some. You know, some proxy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm to not going to send some. I'm you gonna, know, gonna go send some hired guy to fix boy. It. Yeah. Right. I am going to do this. Yeah. I am doing yeah. this for you because you can't do this yourself. I love you that much. No, that's good. We talked about like God says uh, all throughout the Old Testament, even the New Testament, through Peter, be holy because I am holy. Yes. And what God requires, God provides. God provides in Himself, right? It's Himself, and so God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Go check out the Trinity. And it'll do you. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions was, "Hey, do I pray to the Holy Spirit?" Sure. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go for it. Go for it. Uh, pray. Pray. We equally pray to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It is okay. It is He is God uh, in three distinct persons. Yeah. And so, yes. I find myself sometimes I I do this before we come out to lead worship. I I I try. You know, I put it. I call on somebody or we pray right there in that moment yeah and i i I try to speak to almost like all three yeah where i'm like dear spirit we invite you here be present you know be in this moment christ we pray this in your name and god the father we worship you you know and we worship you in that song twyla paris wasn't it god is in control (laughs) that was going to be one of the topics (laughs) we talked about hey uh but you mentioned something key uh there was a video back i guess it was a few years ago um, and it was a lady on like, uh, what's the, the famous, uh, game show where families line up family feud. Okay. Yeah. 
and she's getting ready to do the. You were, the you were final, families like, line up and they feud against each other. I yeah. can't remember the name of that one. That's family feud. And, and they <laughs> and they they she makes it to the final round and she's like, "Holy Spirit, activate, activate!" If you go Google that, "Holy Spirit, activate," you'll see the video. It's a meme. Um, and you mentioned in your prayer, like just this is just a broad, general help encouragement. The Holy Spirit is within us as believers, right? Empowering us. You know, so wherever we go, he is there. Yes. And so you don't have to activate the Holy Spirit like this lady on a meme, right? Uh, and so as you go, uh, the Father know, has gone before you, right? The Son has saved you, and the Holy Spirit is with you. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but it will also melt your brain if you think about it too hard. Okay, fair so, enough. that's all I got yep. uh, for that. Uh, J.I. Packer is really smart, and he uses a lot of good lingo um, that you're going to have to look at a thesaurus um, to figure that out. So... All that to say this. God is sovereign. God is awesome yes. and sovereign. And we're going to talk about the sermon review before we jump into some kind of current events. Okay. Um, because I think the current event that I have fits really good into kind of where we're headed. So we'll be looking at the redemptive plan of God. Yes. From Genesis all the way through. Our goal was to get to every book, but we're not we're really looking at following the main storyline of the Old Testament. Uh, we talked about Saul, David, Solomon. After Solomon, the kingdom splits north-south. We talked about the southern kingdom fall. This Sunday, I didn't really, I mentioned the southern kingdom fell, but I didn't really, the sermon wasn't about that. The sermon was about a letter that God gives to Jeremiah to give to the exiles. Yes. Right? Um, And so we're following this redemptive plan, and it's a really cool passage. It's a famous passage, Jeremiah 29, 11. Uh, Most people will be familiar with the verse uh, because we've all used it or really like seen it. It for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Yeah. We want that verse on yeah. our bumper sticker. Right? I can do all things yeah. through Christ who strengthens yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's the... we want that verse. Yeah. And the question goes, well, is does that verse apply to us today? And so yes and no. Right. No, the original audience are the exiles, right? From Judah, the southern kingdom in Babylon. But yes, some of those truths or characteristics of God apply to us as we see in the New Testament. There are promises that God gives to believers as a whole, right? Uh, and so, and that's part of it. And so, yes, Jeremiah 29, 11 is for us. It's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, prophet, all that good stuff, right, that we see. But mm-hmm. it was originally intended for exiles. Exiles. You are, you are in exile. Dear exiles. Yeah. Settle in. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a minute. Uh, we <laughs> talked about, uh, well, before we get, let, let's go back a little bit. Okay, sorry. Uh, before we get there. Yeah. Um, it's to them, and you see this exile. The Babylonian king comes in, not once, not twice, three times, and then he removes some of them. And then God says, hey, build houses, plant gardens, take wives, give your kids into marriage, and multiply. <laughs> While that, you're in exile. Yeah. That doesn't sound like, hey, this is just, just a moment. Right. Right. This sounds like settle in, and it's 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 going to be for a while. But yeah. the interesting thing, two times in that first section, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, God says, "I sent them into exile. I sent you into exile." Like He says it twice, just so they're they know. Like this yeah. isn't like a fun vacation, right? I I did this. This is consequential. Uh, it's because of sin, because yep. of sins of the king, sins of the uh, the people, and he says, "Get comfy," right? Right. Uh, and he also tells them. Sorry. No. Go pray ahead. for your pray for the welfare of Babylon. 
because in their welfare, you, fair, will, you will receive welfare, right? Right. You'll so be, your yeah. captors, your yeah. you are not allowed to live in your in your homeland anymore. Yeah. You are exiled. Settle in, build houses, pray for the pray for your captors because yeah. as, as as good as they have it, you're gonna have it. Yeah. All the while, <laughs> there are false prophets. Yeah. Saying, oh, this isn't gonna last. God wouldn't do this to us. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. We're we're gonna get over. And and some of that. So we I mentioned there are people today who yeah. will preach a gospel that says, "Hey, put your faith in Christ, and everything is gonna be awesome." Yeah. Like your marriage is going to get better instantly, right? You're going to get that job you always wanted. You're going to, you know, blessed life, right? It's, it's, it's all going to happen for you. Name it and claim it. Health and wealth. Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's not, we don't see that in the New Testament. We don't see that in the gospel. Jesus says to one guy, he says, hey, I'll follow you wherever you go. Jesus says, hey, foxes have holes, birds have nests. Son of man has no place to lay his head. Like you might not have a place to live if you follow me, right? Like the warning uh, there. And in Western society right mainly the united states even europe uh we we've heard this gospel like come to jesus and everything's going to be perfect that is seldom the case um now there there may be some people that like as soon as they place their faith in christ things go well right uh Mm -hmm. and and for a while it might go well but we have to have the understanding even encouragement and warning i guess you know at the same time just because you follow Christ doesn't mean your life's going to be without trial or without affliction or without right. suffering. Right. Which, and you said it on Sunday, and it's what I'm going to dial in on part of the way on, on this coming Sunday, which is <clears throat> in Daniel chapter 3, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are in the fire, yeah. they said, you know, we're not going to bow down, and you can put us in the fire, and God will redeem us. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> we're going to hold true to our faith. Yeah. And so that's the that's the rub, Ryan. What you're saying right now is, I follow Christ, and it's going to be well with me. Yeah. But even if it's not... Yeah, like, that's that's I'm, the understanding. Right. Yeah. I, and, and that moves us to the kind of towards the, the middle of it, is like, there's a hope coming. That's right. right? Where's your hope? Is your hope in, like, I'm going to come to Jesus and everything's going to be perfect? Because if it's not perfect, I'm going to probably be the first to run away from it. Right. And so we have to have this understanding is my hope, the promises of God, I may not see them here, but I know they're coming, right? And so that kind of leads us into God gives them in the very next verse is like, when 70 years is complete, I'm going to come visit you. (laughs) And then I mentioned like some of the exiles were probably 70. Yeah. And they're like, uh, what? I'm, wait, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going <laughs> like, to be I'm, there. 70 I'm not going to see now. that. Yeah. Like, and then you go to like, look at Hebrews 11. It says Abraham was promised all these things and he didn't see it. Right. And he was still faithful. And so that's, that's the, that's the, the encouragement for believers. Like you may not see the promises of God on this earth, but you'll be glorified. You'll be raised with Christ. You'll be, you'll, you'll be seated with Christ. You'll, you'll, you'll see him face to face, uh, in glory in eternity. It's the long game, right? Uh, yeah. We say this a lot. It's it's the long game. Uh, life on earth is but a va- vapor, a mist, a blip. Eternity is forever. And right. we can't understand forever, but it's it's longer than this life. And it's easy. Let's, let's get practical application with this. It's easy for us to sit here and talk about it with, you know, in our comfy church and yeah. with our, you know, paychecks that are rolling in and our kids are safe and health and all the things that we've got going. Yeah. And there's somebody out there listening who is like, I'm struggling. 
Yeah. Uh, with fill in the blank. I, I've got anxiety that's crippling me. I've got I've I've lost my husband and I don't know how to move on. I've you know I'm 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 about to lose my job and I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. Like those yeah. are real things, and it, and and nobody's saying well you know follow Christ and the paycheck's gonna you know the rent's going to show up. That's not the point. Yeah. Uh, the I think your point and and I don't, I just I'm reiterating what you said and I just don't want people to miss it because yeah. I think it's so well made, Ryan. That. This is, this life is, is, it's, it's all we know. It's our reality. We can see it, but it's just a moment. Yeah. A blip. In the, yeah. In the, in the, in the eternity that is, and our hope is not in these temporary things. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Nobody's taking these things with us. Nobody's going to carry, you know, these things over. The things that carry over are our obedience and our, our our sacrificial nature and and those things that will will earn us crown you know star uh, the rewards crown, yeah. the rewards that's what we're living for that's yeah. our hope and yes we have to go through trials now and this is peter right this is first peter we you have to endure all kinds of trial by fire right now but fire purifies your faith and on the other side of it it's more worth worth than gold yeah perfect beautiful and so how does it apply how does jeremiah 29 11 apply to us well it was not written to us but there are promises that we see in this i want to read a couple yeah john 6 uh 37 and on jesus says all the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me i will never cast out right so we can have this promise that if my faith is in jesus he's not going to cast me out and he says for i've come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me and this is the will of him who sent me that i should lose nothing of all that he has given me but raise it up on the last day. I, if my faith is in Christ, I will be raised with Christ. He will raise me up on the last day, whether it be my death or whether it be he, re- he returns. And then you move into, in Christ, the promises of God are fulfilled, Romans 8, and we know for those who love God, uh, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that we might be the firstborn among many brothers, and those whom he predestined, he also called. Those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Glorified. The only way to be glorified is to be dead <laughs> and in Christ. Uh, and Wait, so, you I, and, just and, read, though, Ryan, that all things work together for good. Yeah. And Doesn't so, that mean <laughs> that I'm, I'm going to have it good? It means that all the things that we go through, right, all the things that we face, the trials, the doctor's visits, the whatever, the loss, all of that works out for our good. How? Right, Paul mentions in Second Corinthians four that all these light momentary afflictions are preparing for us an eternal weight of glory. Yes, awesome. We will not understand it here on this earth, and no pastor is going to give you the words to make you feel better. It's just not going to happen. I'm, I'm. It's just. It's not like I've sat with people just in silence before, and just. There's, there's nothing that you can say other yeah. than our hope is coming. Right, yep. it, it's coming eventually. Um, and, and we can't lose heart. And he even says, Paul even says before that passage, like, so we don't lose heart. <laughs> Here it is. And then revelation, right? When Jesus makes all things new, uh, John hears this loud voice and behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be th- with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. There should be no more mourning, no crying, no pain. Uh, for the former things have passed away. So we do not lose hope because all of it is wrapped up in Christ, right? And yeah, so man. 
just because we may not see it here on this earth doesn't mean it's not there. Yep. Uh, and so all of it points. But there's also a warning in this Jeremiah 29. God says to these false prophets, these false teachers, hey, there's going to be worse for you because some of them were remained in Jerusalem and the exiles went away. And so the ones in Jerusalem may have looked down on the exiles. The exiles may have said, why are, Why do they got it so good? And they didn't. God says there's judgment coming on the ones left in Jerusalem, sword, famine, pestilence, right? He says, I will make them the horror to all the kings of earth. There will be terror and hissing uh, for the ones left in Jerusalem. Those who are out there saying, that's not that bad. You yeah. just keep praying and things are going to work out for you. Yeah, the false God's teachers, the bad back. guys. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's the warning. I kind of ended the sermon with, like, there's two there's two people that are going to face God. One, those whose faith is in Christ, right? They will stand before Christ and give an account for their life, right? They will be put to the furnace, and the things that's left, that's their reward, right? That kind of stuff. But it's not a salvific moment, right? It's it's not even a judgment moment. It's a, I'm going to give an account to how I served God, right? The second person is what Jesus describes as the goat, right? Or, or the one who will stand before the great white throne of judgment. That's before God, and the books of life will be open. If their name is not in there, they will be cast into the lake of fire with Satan forever. Like, it's, it's a big moment. Like, there's a judgment. So there's this warning in this passage of, like, Hey, just because you go through trials doesn't mean there's not a hope. But if you go through life without Christ, there is coming a day, coming a moment where you will stand before God and either <laughs> you're going to give an account of your works and how good you are. I was a real dude. I was a real nice guy. I Man, was moral my whole yeah. life. I, I, I never I mowed killed, my neighbor's grass. Right? I never killed anybody. Yeah. I was better than him. And uh, and Jesus is going to look at that person and say, I, I, I don't know who you are. Yeah, I don't. Your name's not here. Right. I don't. Uh, I, you, I never knew you. But, but here's the thing, just because you're 70 right now doesn't mean it's over. Yeah. Uh, there was a man on the cross with Jesus the day of his death, and he said, hey, remember me when you go into your kingdom. And Jesus says, today you will be with me in paradise. He was literally on his deathbed, and he said, Jesus, can I come with you? And he says, come on, right? And, yeah. and so there's, there's hope. If you have breath, there's hope. Love it. What I got. That's the well sermon done, review. It was, hey. it, yeah, God worked through you, man. It was a good sermon. Yeah. Current events. Are you ready? The ta- the Rangers are up three to one. Yeah, no, not yet. Okay. The Speaker <laughs> of the House has been named, yes. voted on, and I've been doing some research. Did you listen to his speech? I heard parts of it. Yeah. Uh, he is a good dude, I think. Uh, the Book of Proverbs says, when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in charge, it's bad news. And yep. so he is... I would say a man of God. I'm going to read a snippet of just some of the things that he says uh, in his speech. And he, and he says this kind of right at the beginning, kind of eight minutes in uh, to his speech. He says, I believe that scripture, the Bible is very clear that God is the one that raises up those in authority. Big deal. Big moment. Wow. And he says, he raised up each of you talking to the house, all of us. And I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us, to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country. And he goes on. In 1962, our national motto, In God We Trust, was adorned above this rostrum. And if you look at the little guide that they give us or give tourists and the constituents who come to visit, if you turn to page 14 in the middle of the guide, it tells you the history of this, and it says very simply, these words were placed here above us. This motto was placed here as a rebuke of the Cold War era philosophy of the Soviet Union. The philosophy was Marxism and communism, which begins with the premise that there is no God. 
Wow. And, and he points everything back. He even says... No, I heard none of this. He even points to uh, G.K. Chesterton, famous uh, man of God, uh, British philosopher type guy, and he says this, G.K. Chesterton, America is the only nation in the world that is founded upon a creed. It's creed listed with the most theological lucidity in the Declaration of Independence. What is our creed? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, not born, created equal, and they were endowed by the same unalienable rights with the same uh, with the same unalienable rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. And he continues. He goes on. He keeps pointing back to God uh, and theology and a lot of that cool stuff. He's a he's a good dude. And wow. It's, What's his a, name? Uh, Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. It's the the most white name in the world. Mike <laughs> Johnson, right? Uh, no, but uh, he's had, had several interviews before. One of the interviews uh, he gave, I can't think of the, who it was, and he says, a lot of people have been asking me, what does Mike Johnson believe? He says, my worldview is a scriptural worldview. I believe what the Bible says, and that is Check my worldview. It and it's like, bro, bro's got it going on. But then the left and the progressive Christians are going after this guy really I, hard. Yeah. And they're like, there is no such thing as a biblical worldview. And I posted something about a uh, biblical worldview on Facebook. I'll read that on another podcast. But yeah. he's a good he's a good guy. And I wow. hope I hope he continues. Oh, right after he was accepted, accepted the the I guess nomination. Yeah. He asked the house to pray with him on the house floor, uh, bended knee and everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I okay. Yeah. Well, I reverse my. <laughs> I knew none of that. Yeah, Mike Johnson. And if you go start googling stuff like. It's all like this dude's a man of God. Like that's wow, it's, it's, sweet. It's like, yeah, it's it's really cool. That's exciting. But again, he's gonna face a lot of yeah. opposition. I've a heard a lot of, of the opposition. Yeah, and the, you know, it's like this dude's extreme. This yeah. dude's like a Christian. Oh my gosh! Like I it's just bad news. Yeah, just that he's a Trump guy, and you know, everybody hollering at him. And yeah, when you love Jesus, uh, it's gonna be really hard, and it's getting harder to live in the public square. Um, you know, as a man of God. So I would just say, pray for Mike Johnson. Pray for our people in authority. Now, you want, what, what, what do you want to talk about sports, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> no, I know. No, the Rangers. When's their last game? Is it tonight? They play Tomorrow tonight, night? man. Is it, is Rangers could wrap it. Yeah. They they won the first one big. The, the Diamondbacks came back and tied it up one-to-one. And then the Rangers have won two in a row, man, reeled it off. And so now it's three to one, and the final game could yeah. be tonight. And how's that fit in the local church? Uh, <laughs> you said current events. No. I, no, that's good. I think the last time I watched the Rangers <laughs> was when Nolan Ryan pitched for the yeah. Rangers. That's the last time I really watched them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a. It's I, not. I, I mean, it really. I have uh, no dog. Everybody in the fight. on the East Coast is, you know, if you're a baseball guy, you, you know, okay, no. but. It's Arizona and Texas, and and the the last time I watched Arizona was when um, Randy Johnson hit a bird. Oh yeah, no, now, was that I the Rockies say, or was that the Diamondbacks? I, he was with one of those. Yeah, I will say this. I might agree with that. I think his name is Brandon Fought. Have okay. you heard of this? P F A A D T. Did you mm-hmm. hear this kid? No. So this kid pitched. He pitches for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, Randy Johnson did pitch for the Arizona Diamondbacks towards the end of his career. Sorry, but. I know. Brandon Fott is a rookie. Sure. Yeah. He played at Trinity High School. Okay. And Bellarmine University. Nice. Yeah. I mean, he's a local kid. For those of you who are listening from elsewhere, Trinity is, you know, a half hour down the road and yeah. Bellarmine is as well. And he is local kid from where we're from. And he's a rookie and probably shouldn't, you know, didn't What I heard was when he was at Bellarmine, it's this little local it's it's a, it's a little Is he a pitcher? Yes. Oh, okay. 
uh, it's this little college. Um, they did not have the technology that the Major League Baseball needed to promote. Bellarmine couldn't promote him at that kind of a level. Oh, well, yeah. So they had to literally, teams that were heard about this kid, they literally had to send scouts like old school. Yeah. And when he was pitching, they had to add seating at the Bellarmine wow, baseball the field for all the scouts who came to watch nice. him. And now he's made it, and he pitched. Starting pitcher, third game of the World Series. That's cool. It was very cool for like a local kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring a full circle. Hey, we've been visiting on Sunday night. Uh, yeah. We missed this last Sunday because we were getting ready for the fall festival. And the weather was real bad. Uh, and some of those people have come back to yeah. events, right? And so uh, I want to say there is always seats available for you on Sunday morning, right? Nice, if you yeah. don't have a church. Uh, and if we're going to bring Shelby in seats. Shelby County, Spencer yeah. County, Anderson County. We're right in the middle of all three of those. MNBCKY.org. Love it. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, and we're here. We're here a place uh, for you to grow in your faith, to learn about Jesus, and to kind of push you out and do the same and make more disciples. Right. So that's that's the goal. That's it. There's no bait and switch here. None of that. Uh, we love and Jesus. This, we do. And yeah. this podcast, it was a quick one, but, you know, we just wanted to throw some thoughts out there mid middle of the week and say, hey, here's some stuff to, you know, just improve your theology, some things to think about, pray be in the be in the word go a little deeper yeah. you know just just a little challenge type stuff and say we love you and we're praying for you wherever you are and man yeah. come join us yeah next week maybe midweek too because i'll be gone this yeah. weekend you're preaching i am daniel chapter three yes uh, so come check that out and we'll be back next week midweek probably yeah hey guys, hey hey people we, we love you and so you go out there and love god love people and make disciples